0: What's up, everyone? This is the Fitting Room Podcast, where we talk about all things fitting as it relates to golf. I am your host, AJ Vopel, the digital content editor for the Callaway Marketing Group. And over there is Nate.
1: It's Nate Adelman, associate marketing manager.
0: And the resident unofficial club fitter for the Marketing Zoo Crew. Is that correct?
1: That's what you say.
0: All right. Nice. And I know it's been a couple weeks since we've uh, done a Fitting Room Podcast. Uh, We've done about six or seven episodes already. You can check those out um, on our website. Uh, But, Nate, I know you've gotten a lot of hate mail, and you want to apologize.
1: Yeah, I just want to apologize to everyone (laughs) that it's taken us so long. But, you know, just like the guys out on tour, we needed a short little offseason. Right. But now we're refreshed. We're back and better than ever. We have a bunch of new episodes starting today with Counterbalance Putters with uh, Odyssey Tour at Matt Hainline. And Matt is
0: literally, he's become an expert on all things putting, uh, especially on tour, consumers, everything. He's going to help us out. He's going to talk about everything, counterbalance, and, you know, with the ban looming in just a couple weeks now, Nate. It is. People are going to have to look at counterbalance as their new
1: measuring of putting, man. This it, is big. It's about, uh, it's about as high technology as putters get these days, and uh, we just launched the Take Cruiser, so we'll talk about that a little bit as well. Instead of me introducing Matt, how about Matt? You introduce yourself. I can do that. All right, nice.
2: Alright, so my name is Matt Hainline, um, and I do Odyssey for us on the web.com tour, and then kind of expanding this year to do the web full time, and then the off weeks I'll do stuff on the PJ Tour with Odyssey too, so um, get some good coverage on both tours with that, but uh, yeah, so I'm our putter rep, so week in and week out, uh, we have close to 40% of the field or so uses an Odyssey putter so that kind of falls depending on the field size you know somewhere between the range of 50 and 60 putters uh guys use our putter each week so my week consists of uh you know kind of servicing those guys anything that they need um and then also kind of targeting guys to get
1: into Odyssey and um and that's what we do. And and AJ I actually just saw this week's rankings report of Callaway employees who are experts of Odyssey and Hanlon was actually number 2 oh, on the list. So nice. number 2 ranked guy in the entire company. Behind Odyssey. Be, be, behind Austin, oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. So nice. but when it comes to fitting, I actually would probably take my chances with Matty here cuz he's right. working with the guys week in week out. Yep. Uh, web.com, Web. dot com PGA Tour, college guys alike. So, mm-hmm. right. so, so Matt, we're we're lucky to have Matt with us today.
0: Right. So Matt. So, if anybody at home is watching a Web. dot com tour event and they see the player with an Odyssey putter, are are the chances high that you fit them with that putter?
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. <laughs> um, yeah. The, I mean, that's where that's where it came from. So, yeah. uh, if you see anybody using an Odyssey, it it came through me or somebody on our team out there. But yeah.
0: So let's just kind of talk about this counterbalance putting kind of revolution. Mm -hmm. It started a couple years ago when we came out with uh, with Tank Cruiser putters, and they jumped off. And now we have Odyssey Works Tank Cruiser, which has the different insert. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell us how that kind of... Uh, opened up on tour and what the initial feedback was on tank cruisers.
2: Yeah, well so Tank Cruiser two years ago, uh, when we came out with it was unbelievable. It was kinda like a mid year launch for us, which yeah. is a great time to introduce something new on tour because um, at that time guys are some guys are starting to separate themselves as the leaders of the pack. Other guys are kind of struggling a little bit or just trying to kind of find their rhythm and being able to bring something new to those guys middle of the year is awesome. So the timing of that launch was great. It was a product that was totally different from what anybody else had with the counterbalance. Um, it it kind of tagged along with this, uh, this rule change of we knew that the long putter, we knew that the belly putters were going to be banned. So guys that use those types of models or were thinking about using those types of models knew that they needed to to find something because they weren't going to continue be able to continue right. to putt like that. So um, it did great. I think the head shapes were awesome. We had a, a V-line shape, which is great. We had our number seven shape, which is like, you know, anytime you can do a number seven, it's a home run. Um, the counterbalance story was really cool because there had been other counterbalance putters out there, but they, they use a really, really heavy head in all of the counterbalance weight was in the grip. So that grip was kind of longer and all the weight was evenly distributed for the top foot, foot and a half of the putter. Tank Cruiser was different because um, it had adjustable weights on the head so you could kind of fine tune how much head weight you wanted. But all of the counterbalance weight was actually in the butt end of the shaft. So why that was great is it, it really created like a fulcrum where the putter swung around that heavy weight part versus having that weight distributed over the length of the entire grip. So I think that it was really, really effective. It helped a lot with stability. Um, It helped a lot with kind of smoothing some guys strokes out or eliminating the yips. Like, I mean, anything from, from seven feet in, you're deadly with those because as long as you can get that putter face pointed online, there's so much weight positioned in the right place that that, putter face is gonna go where you aim it which is awesome
1: yeah so when you're working with some of the guys out there who would be the prime candidates for using a counterbalance putter like what what's the type of miss that you'd be like this is a good putter for you um i would say anybody that really struggles a
2: lot with speed control um i would notice a counterbalance putter would help them uh it seems a lot of times to help kind of just smooth things out and um, speed control is a big one, and then players that have a tendency to get uh, to get like a little yippy or um, kind of just struggle with the short putts. Um, the counterbalance is great because again, you just you get it set, the face pointed to where you think you need to hit it, and then there's so much weight position in the right place that it almost swings itself. So it takes a lot of your hands and those smaller muscles right. that. On those shorter putts, can wreak havoc. It takes all that stuff out of play. You basically kind of point it, aim it, and then let it swing itself. So those are the types of guys that we would look at um, to kind of target anybody that struggled with the shorter ones or struggles a little bit with speed control.
0: Right. So now, all right. So somebody decides they want to go this counterbalance mm-hmm. avenue. What is the what's one of the first things they do when selecting one of these putters? Do they look at the head shape? Are they more concerned about the length? or what's kind of the first thing that they look for in one of these putters?
2: Well, the way that we do it is um, it's kind of a systematic approach to putting, but um, the first thing you need to do with the player, and it's pretty easy to do, is identify. Is if they're, you know, based on their hand position, do they have a lot of rotation in the face when they stroke the putter? Are they mm-hmm. kind of a straight back, straight through guy, or do they have a lot of arc to it? And if they have a lot of arc, you typically want to, to gear yourself more towards something that has toe hang uh heel toe drop because you need that putter to to open and then release through the stroke if you, if somebody has a lot of rotation in their stroke and you give them a face balance putter that putter's doing that putter is naturally fighting what your stroke is yeah. trying to do huh. um so first thing is we kind of identify what their stroke type is and once you know that then we'll look at uh, kind of model selection so whether it be a um, in the tank cruiser 330 mallet or the number one wide those both have some toe drop or the two ball fang the v-line the number seven those are all face balance what you the most important thing with putting though with these with these guys is trying to figure out once you've selected whether something face balance or heel toe is going to work for them um, you want to figure out what they aim the best and what sight lines help them aim the best so is it you know, is it the, the dots on top and the track lines that run from the front to the back on the number seven? Mm-hmm. Is it two balls? Is it two balls with a line on it? Um, whatever it is that helps them aim at the best is is where you want to go because putting really boils down to three things. It's reading the green right, aiming the putter right, and hitting the, putter, hitting the ball with the right speed. So no putter you have is going to help you aim it, or no putter you, you find is going to help you read the green. Yeah. But if you can find a putter that helps you aim it better, then your chances of making putts goes up. If you can find a putter in an insert in a loft that helps you hit the ball with the correct speed,
1: you're going to make more putts.
2: So, you know, finding whatever it is that they can aim and they can hit with the right speed the best is kind of where we go.
1: So let's say that I've found the right head head shape mm-hmm. that I want, number one, for example, and I know what alignment Uh, whether I want Versa or or the line or the dot. Mm -hmm. Now with Tank Cruiser, there's a lot of adjustability options. So there's the the weights on the head, there's Mm -hmm. the weights in the grip, and then obviously we can adjust loft and lie as well and Mm -hmm. length. So how do you go about the adjustability factors once you've picked a head model? How do you go about uh, getting the player in the right setup? Well, the first thing is um, is we'll take a look at length and kind of just have –
2: the players stand and hold the putter naturally. And with the counterbalance model, what we found, and this is again, kind of a generalities, yeah. but what we found is that something that has about an inch to an inch and a half of uh, grip above where you grip it usually seems to work the best. Cause that's where all that weight is. You want the weight of the handle to be far enough away from where you grip it as to where your hands aren't going to manipulate the way that that weight moves. So, um, you know, just have them grip it normally, whatever feels comfortable to them, have them stand there, and then find the length that gives them about an inch and a half or so above where their hands are, um, and that's the right length for them. And then the next thing we'll do is we'll look at lie angle. So you just have them hit some putts and, and set, sole the putter as naturally as they can. And lie angle is really crucial because lie angle also affects the face angle. So, like irons and drivers and everything else, if the putter's too upright, the toes up in the air, that putter's also kind of pointed left. Mm -hmm. And if the putter's too flat, the heel's up in the air, that putter's also pointed right. So, you know, somebody can aim it perfect and hit it with the right speed, but if the lie angle's too upright or too flat, it could cause pulls and shoves and stuff like that. So we try to figure out, you know, when they're set up naturally, you want that putter's sole to be about as flush to the ground as you can. That'll give them the best chances of hitting it with a square face. Mm -hmm. Um, so we do length, and we do lie angle, um, we'll do loft next, um, and you, the way that I do it is, I use my iPhone, there's that uh, high speed camera on there, I'll just draw a line on the side of the ball, set it down next to them and have them hit a couple putts, and you can watch and see when they hit the ball, you know, does that ball, does it launch up in the air, are they banging it into the ground and it's skidding? So you can
1: gauge, you know, what loft works best for them. And, and you use that right on your iPhone? Yeah, just oh, use it right on good. my iPhone. That's pretty and, awesome. And so yeah. what's, what exactly, can you describe what you're looking for as the right loft for, for the listeners? Yeah, what, yeah. You're,
2: what essentially what you're looking for is you're just looking for something that gets the ball out of the depression that it sits in. So the ball has weight. When you put it on the green, the ball has weight, and it creates a depression that it sits in. So what you're looking for in loft is something that gets the ball, that lifts the ball out of that depression but doesn't launch it in the air. So you want to get it like up and rolling as fast as you can. Um, but you don't want to have too little loft to where you you're banging it into that lip that the ball sits right. in. Cause that'll cause it to kind of squirt right or squirt left. And you don't want to have too much loft to where, you know, the player hits it and it actually is like launching and it's in the air um, because that's going to really, really hinder speed control, especially on right. long putts. So, we're kind of looking for something that gets it up and out of its depression really quick, but also gets
0: it rolling really quick. That's right. a great trick. And the the Fusion RX insert mm-hmm. it, it helps to generate that faster roll, right? Mm-hmm. And that's and that's something that they'll get with Odyssey Works the yeah. tank, the new Tank Cruiser. Uh-huh.
2: What we noticed with the di- the biggest difference between the tank or the Odyssey Works insert and the White Hot insert is that the the ball doesn't come off the face faster with the RX insert. But it does
1: r- come off. It
2: starts rolling faster. If right. that makes any sense, yeah, no, to people. totally. So.
1: so, how does the player? I guess the last part of the adjustability mm-hmm. know whether to go a little heavier, or lighter with the head weight, and heavier, or lighter with the counterbalance weight. It right. really. This is
2: kind of where you know you. I rely on the player more than anything to give me feedback. Everybody is, everybody has their preferences. They like a putter that's really heavy. They like a putter that's really light. Um, so once you've kind of have worked yourself down this fitting path and you have model and length and loft and lie and everything, then you, last thing you look at is, you know, well, how does it feel? Do you have, do you feel like you have good control over the putter? You can hit, you can hit long putts, you can hit short putts all with the right amount of speed. Um, and then they'll, the player will tell you pretty quickly like, Oh, it feels good, but you know, the head feels a little bit light. Okay, well let's go a little heavier um how does that feel ah that's good but i think i like the other one a little bit better so and that's the that's the best thing about tank cruiser is that it's all adjustable so it's not like you know you're throwing a bunch of lead tape on the bottom of the club or you're putting a a weight inside the the grip and then putting the grip on where if you need to change it you got to rip the grip off and pull the plug out it's everything can be done on the fly which is awesome Mm -hmm. um so as far as weight goes it I I rely mostly on what the player's feedback is. Sometimes, depending on the course conditions, if the greens are slow or grainy or um, it's really, really windy. We had that happen a couple times where some of those conditions you'll need to make adjustments and add some weight for the players to just kind of help um, give them some more stability or counteract those conditions. But for the most part, the player's feedback tells
0: you where you need to go on weight. Right, so if If someone was to go into a retailer mm-hmm. and pick up a tank cruiser and it has the stock weights in it um th- would like i don't I don't know if they'll realize like if they need a heavier weight by the handle mm-hmm. on the grip or lighter weights on the head like how like what would be the the best thing best bit of advice that you could give to uh consumers looking at this putter that maybe they're not really sure like it might feel good, but mm-hmm. maybe they're kind of like if they're guessing in their head, oh, maybe I should go lighter in the grip, maybe I should yeah. go heavier. Like, what kind of like simple advice if you could simplify it for them?
2: If I could simplify it for them, um, I would say that if you if you're somebody that like feels like you struggle with your stroke is very very inconsistent. You don't you don't keep it on line, or you know you have a lot of of wave in your stroke or something like that. Um, typically, if you add more counterbalance weight, that's going to help negate those factors. If you're somebody that struggles with speed or you just you feel like you can't start the ball online, you can't get the head back to where you aimed it, mm-hmm. usually adding or taking weight out of the head will help kind n- of help those. Yeah. yeah, I think it's this probably is not what you guys are looking for, but um, over 80% of the, the tank cruisers that we have out there are – 15 grams in the head and 15 grams in the counterweight. They're stock. And there's a reason. Yeah, that's why we made it that way. There's there's a reason. like You know, everybody thinks it because – somebody plays on tour like they, nobody could use stock standard stuff, but mm-hmm. you know, there's a reason that it's designed, it's designed stock like that to right. fit the majority of the people. Right. Yep. And it's designed that way. Cause it really
0: works.
1: Right. So and um, then
0: there's obviously there's going to be some outliers who, right. who kind of adjust their own thing because you know, they're just like something, mm-hmm. you know, that they're the yeah. kind of the minority, mm-hmm. yeah. but
2: it those things are just are so beautifully weighted yeah. that uh, the 15 grams in the head and the 15 grams on the counterbalance work great for yeah. a lot of people.
0: Well, listen, I mean, my dad is probably the greatest example of this of all time <laughs> because like for the last like 5 years he's always been a good he's always been a really good golfer but the last 5 years I don't even want to say it because I don't know if it's hereditary but he's been yipping a little bit. Uh-oh. So mm-hmm. I got him a tank cruiser for Christmas last year and I played golf with him last time I was home a couple days in a row and it was like he cleaned it your was crazy. He mm-hmm. still like texts me every now and then like if we'll go play chip and putt. With his friends or whatever, they do like a Sunday game. He's like, AJ, yeah. He's like six birdies, five birdies. I'm like, that I can't like even um, I can't begin to tell you how like crazy I think that is because mm-hmm. you were literally like pulling everything like he was he was hitting well, it everywhere on the club face. It was a disaster. Well, as exciting so as the Vopel good. money
1: games are, <laughs> I'd like to keep us back on track to go to the next segment, hot or not. All right, hot or not. I know. Not. Right? So I know Maddie's aching for this. So too, so, so AJ, ahead. why don't you get us going? All right, here. I'll get
0: you going. All right. So hot or not. Gonna throw out something in the putting fitting universe yep. and have get Matt's expert opinion on it. Cause I guess we could call you an expert, right? You're like kind of like He's a putting expert, right? Kind of like kind of yeah. a big deal. Yeah, I yeah think. you're kind of, you're kind <laughs> yeah. of a big. People know you out there, right? Yeah, a little bit. All right, cool. So first thing, hot or not? Super stroke or oversized
1: putting grips? Hot, hot as hell. Hot. Absolutely, <laughs> for sure. Fun fun fact uh, Yeah give it to us Fun fact We just saw a report From retail And uh, almost like 80% of our Odyssey Works putters Were uh, sold with Super Stroke So 80% Something like that So Uh. consumers Are loving them Obviously, helping people take their hands out of it a little bit. Yeah. doesn't add too much weight. Yeah. Uh, so, at least, you know, in, in our retail world, they've been outstanding.
0: <sighs> so, consumers and on tour. It's a it's story, hot. It's a it's story hot, with everybody. Without it's without a doubt. All right. How without a doubt. doubt. All, all
1: right. right. So, our next one is um, these. Uh, we're seeing a lot of over-length putters. So, mm-hmm. having it at, at 38 inches as opposed to, you know, the 34, 35-inch putter. So, yeah. over-length putters, hot or not? Um, I think that. I think that right
2: now it's hot but if you were to look at this question in a couple of years I say it's not. I think it's I think it's a trend um right now but I don't think I long think over oh, long term yeah. huh I think that 34 35 inches is going to is going to be the majority of the usage yeah. Mm.
0: All right. Uh, last hot or not, alignment aids. Uh, dot versus time. lines, uh versa versus two ball versus marksman versus nothing, or what are your what are your thoughts?
2: Um well hot, like you for sure need some type of alignment aid. Yeah. But um every player is different. Every player is unique. I think that um for the amateur, like if you're not using something that's got some high definition alignment aids, like a two ball or the those two track lines that run on the from the front to back on our number, number seven, seven. Yep. or something like that. Yep. I think that you're uh, you're handicapping yourself. Yeah. Um, because whatever you can do to get yourself to aim it better, you need to do. So alignment aids are hot. I would run nice. through them. I would say uh, lines over dots, two ball over versa. That's a hard one because both are right. unbelievable.
0: <laughs> and then uh, marksman yeah.
1: versus nothing. Got to go marksman.
0: All right, nice.
1: AJ, I gotta say, I think this is one of the most balanced hotter knots that we've had. So I'll
0: tell you what, it it was was pretty good. That was a good one. I know. That was a good one. I know you're you're a little excited over that. I like that. I
1: like that. We always (laughs) like to have. Smile on your face. We always like to you know put put our guests on the hot seat and make them force them to make a decision. I think Mm -hmm. we did okay this week.
0: All right, cool. Let's take a couple questions from the community.
1: Yeah, so we got a couple questions out there from the the Callaway community. Uh, For those of you not on it, uh, www.callowaygolf.com slash community, and it's your place to get all your questions answered from the people who made the clubs and also interact with each other, which which has been great so far. So uh, this first question comes from Chris P., and he says, Other than feel, is there any way to determine which insert is best for me? Uh, this is going to be disappointing to Chris, but um, really,
2: there's not when it comes to us and the way that we do fitting for inserts, it's all because the insert is there and is designed to help you have great speed control, um, and that's why I think we get so much usage too. Um, is speed control, so you yep. need to find which insert feels the best to you and gives you the best speed control and that's the one that you should use. So I think that um that might be a disappointing answer for him but that's the, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. the truth. That's you
0: let, the truth. Hey, you listen, can't hide you let from him down it. easy, man. You yeah. let him down nice and yeah. easy. He'll take it all right. All right, this is a really this is a a great one from mm-hmm. Alex G. Uh there's a lot of talk about shafts with woods and irons. Does shaft matter with the putter? In
2: long putters, yes, in short putters not so much. So in long putters Um, yeah, there's, you know, there's, there's a ski pole shaft, which doesn't have any steps in it. There's a lightweight ski pole shaft, which doesn't have any steps in it. And it's lighter weight. Um, there's a step shaft. So the longer putters, yeah, it makes a big difference because it changes the feel of the putter. It also changes how much kind of flex that shaft has. Um, but in shorter putters, not so much. There's, there's step shafts, there's, uh, stepless shafts, there's fluted shafts and, they really don't. They all weigh about the same, and that's mm-hmm. kind of is the major thing. But there's not much difference between those and the shorter shafts because the shafts are are 34, 33, 35 inches anyways. Right.
0: Those so. are for the real tech geeks. Mm-hmm. Those are for the real geeky guys like Nate. Yeah.
1: So, th- <laughs> so uh guys on tour aren't really playing around with shaft weight so much. It's really literally connect the grip to the head. Pretty much. Got it. Yeah. I mean, they have they all have their preferences
2: on right. stuff that they u- they've used for a long time, but there's Nobody is nobody's like introducing any real shaft technologies or there's gotcha. there's not much out there well, in that way.
0: One quick question for you. Who I don't know if you want to give us the information or not. I think uh-huh. you should. Who's got like the craziest putter kinda setup that you have on on the web or, or that you kinda deal with in general?
2: The craziest putter <laughs> setup Just um, like something
0: like uh, different than everybody else. I think
2: the coolest the coolest putter that the coolest putter that's out there that i know and he played on our tour last year he played on um the pj tour this year. Is kelly Kraft, uh
0: and he's got success too yeah
2: he won with it which is which is sick but it's a metal x mill number one that um you know who plays that
1: putter aj yeah this guy this guy yeah (laughs) so we did we
2: did a pretty cool one for him um but it's a uh, raw finish, so there's we took all the paint off of it. Instead of a back line, we did a dot on the top for him. He likes a dot to kind of center the ball, but it's a cut and weld. So we cut the hosel off because it has that crank neck hosel. Yeah. We cut the hosel off and we welded a slant neck hosel. So we don't wow. make a putter right now currently that has a slant, slant neck, neck, but he right. likes that. So um, it's pretty sick. It's a it's a cut and weld. Um, it looks pretty awesome, and it's unique. Like he's the right. only guy. Right. That has that putter. So. Does he have oh, a backup
1: cool. in case it gets lost in the baggage claim? Yeah, he has he has <laughs> one
2: backup too, so hopefully nothing goes down, uh, otherwise it could take a while to make another one of those. Awesome, that's uh,
1: good. Alright, so good one insight. last question from the community from Barry R. Uh, what should I be looking for to know the correct length and lie angle for my putter? So I know we touched on this earlier, but Yeah,
0: we touched on lie.
1: Um if
2: you're it, if you're using just like a standard putter, you're a normal putter, um you wanna you wanna just stand naturally uh, grip the putter to where it, like it, you, you just feel like you're in a natural position. Um, with a standard putter, you're looking for about a, a half to a quarter of an inch length above where your hands are. Um, and that, that's the right length for you. If you're using a counterbalance, something that's about an inch and a half is the right length for you. Um, and then when it comes to lie angle... Just set up naturally to the putter um, lengthwise, and then have somebody stand behind you yep. and watch you hit some putts. And just look at the putter, and, and you want the putter, the sole, to be as flush to the ground as you can. And if the toe's too far up in the air, then you should go a little bit flat. If the heel's too far up in the air, um, you should go a little bit upright. But somebody can help you just kind of watch how you stand. Um, and see how that putter's sold to the ground, and have him make a suggestion. No, I got
1: one bonus question here. Okay, I, I had to follow up. Uh, you got one go, too. I'll so go ahead. on the tour, from the guys that you've worked with, um, we've had a lot of discussion about this here in the office. Is there a consistent uh, ball position relative to the eyes that you see? So slightly inside, right over the top. Does it vary depending on the guy? And because that that obviously affects lie angle. Um, yeah, I think that r- for the most part,
2: right over the top guys that putt the best their eyes are right over the top to just kind of a fraction to the inside when guys really start to struggle you can see it when they really start to struggle their eyes will drift either too far inside Mm. or too far outside and when your eyes get either too far inside or too far outside your perception of where you're aimed and your your line is get crossed up right and that's where they really, really struggle. But for the most
1: part, um, eyes right over the ball are just so, a touch to the so inside. So if you get fit for your putter with the eyes proper in the proper position, if you start seeing your putter lie angle uh, changing on you, that could be a clue that you're you're not set up properly to the mm-hmm. ball. So that that could be a good way to keep you on the rails. Yep. And
0: what's a what's one way a quick way that somebody could test that? Say somebody doesn't know like oh I'm not exactly sure if my eyes are over the ball. Like what what's a way that they can just, test that?
2: Like grab a um. Take two balls. So yeah. you're uh, you you put a ball on the ground. You set up to it like where you're in your like go position. You're ready to make the stroke, yep. and then take that second ball and just drop it from like right where your eyes are in between your two eyes on top mm-hmm. of your nose. Just drop it on the ground and see where it falls. It ideally it should fall like right on top of the ball yeah. that's on the ground or just a fraction of the inside. But it'll it'll let you know immediately like if your eyes are either not only too far to the outside or too far to the inside, but also Too far forward or too far back, too. So, you don't want your eyes looking too far in front of the ball or too far behind the ball. That's the easiest way to do it.
0: Nice. Well, I mean, damn. I mean, I wish I'd keep going for another half hour. I mean, this is, uh, he might have to be like a regular on the show, man. I just went through
1: four (laughs) pages of notes. (laughs) Ah,
0: dude, it was beautiful, man. Only like 20 minutes, so it was good. (laughs) (laughs) It didn't bore you too much. (laughs) No, that was really good. Um, Matt, we're definitely going to have you on again because this was really good. And I think a lot of people, especially when it comes to putting, are always kind of like trying to find that perfect way that they can make more putts, mm-hmm. and I think you—you uh, you definitely provided some great information to them, uh, especially with uh, the Odyssey Works Tank yeah. Cruiser. Uh, so. We're definitely gonna have you on again. Thanks for coming by, and uh, good luck this year on the web.com. I love it,
2: man. I feel like uh, like putting is we're kind of the redheaded stepchild. Right. Driver, it's it's really sexy to hit the ball 300 yards, but nobody cares really about putting. But at the end of the day, you know, if you can make some more putts, you're gonna win.
0: I bet, I I bet, and I bet if you asked every tour player what they would. The strongest part of their game would be they would say putting, right? I mean, I've had so
2: many guys that come to me and say, I don't even care what this thing looks like. Like, if, put, if it makes putts, there I'll go. use it. So,
1: I would venture to guess that of all of our listeners, yes, that the number of hand strokes that we just knocked off their games yeah. in this 20 minute episode probably a couple thousand.
0: Oh, unbelievable. I so, can't even add that, Matt.
1: High. We're really lucky to have you. Thanks <laughs> yeah. again for uh-huh. stopping by, and uh, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Cool. All Access. right, see you, see you, Maddie. See ya.
0: All right, Nate. That was Maddie. Uh, I, I knew he was going to be great when he, when he uh, signed up for this. He's, he, he's he was
1: made for a podcast. Dude, the kid
0: is like an expert, man. Yeah, I really mean, good. And to think he was just uh, in marketing not too long ago, yeah, man. We, there's I mean. hope for us. There, th- yes. There's hope. Yes, all right.
1: So what's one thing you learned today?
0: All right, well, definitely is that lie angle affects face angle. So when you're adjusting your lie angle, it's also affecting your face angle. And you wouldn't believe how many people I see just normal golfers with the toe way up in the air. I mean, it's like it's it's affecting their their putting games uh, yeah. tremendously. I mean, you got to get that thing as flat on the ground as possible, yep. you know, and
1: that's yeah, really important. And that
0: and that speaks for myself too. So, yep. uh, what about you?
1: So uh, the I learned today the trick with uh, using the slow mo feature on the phone to to yeah. fit for loft. I had never uh, really done a loft fitting. You know, putters usually come in three or four degrees, yep. and it's always kind of worked for me. But now I'm curious to go out there and. And try that and see if my loss right or if it needs a slight adjustment.
0: Hey, if you need help, if you need a guy to videotape it, I'm your guy. You got a guy. I'm your guy. You got I, a guy. I got a videotape guy. Oh, perfect. <laughs> All perfect. right. So uh, next show, we are talking about shafts. We are. With Oban. With Oban. With Oban. They have something huge in the works, and we're going to reveal We're literally going to launch this product on the fitting room. We're, we're literally going to do that. I swear to God.
1: We're on the map now, AJ. We're on the map. People, you know, we're in high yeah. demand. That's what yeah.
0: happens, you know? Um, so real quick, couple plugs. Uh, all your fitting questions, com uh, slash callaway community. Uh, ask all your fitting questions at the Fitting Corner. We're also doing uh, some product reviews. You could test equipment. We'll send it to you. You could test it. Write a review for us. Uh, it's been going real well, and Nate and I both run that on the community. So get involved with that. Sign up today. Uh, we have some shaft uh, reviews coming up. So read those. Nate, anything you want to plug?
1: As a matter of fact, they do, AJ. Uh, The other day I was on our website and I saw an amazing infographic about the history of inserts right, from the very first white-hot insert uh, up until today.
0: Yeah, that's on odysseygolf.com. It's an evolution of all the inserts that we have um, up to the Fusion RX, which is in the Odyssey Works Tank Cruiser. So check that out, and we will catch you guys next time with Oban. See ya.